Welcome to Back on Your Bullshit. I am your host, Kate Morris. I'm a qualified nutritionist and personal trainer who fell in love with helping women build strong, healthy, and confident bodies. This podcast talks all things health, fitness, mindset, and business, helping you get back on your bullshit, take control, and build your dream life. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Back on Your Bullshit podcast. I am keen for today's episode. Yes, the elephant in the room, I've been MIA again. As per usual, honestly, you're probably so sick of me saying that because every at the start of every podcast, I'm like, sorry, guys, I've been MIA. Eh, see ya. Reality is I have just had a really fucking busy couple of months. I went to Bali, which was such an amazing trip, except a little bit of a trigger warning. If you don't like the talk about vomit, probably end this podcast here. I got Bali belly, which seems to be a really common theme for most of the people going away at the moment. Um, I got really bad Bali belly. I was sick for like two days, had to get an IV, had to get a doctor in, all that good stuff. And then on the plane ride home, I caught the flu of some sort. I don't actually know if it was the flu, but I felt so unwell and... It probably took me about a month to feel back to myself. I had no energy, really, really high fatigue rates. I was struggling with my training, struggling getting back into nutrition and my whole routine of coming back to Melbourne and also like post-holiday blues. You know, when you go on a trip and you come back, you're like, what the actual fuck? I don't want to get back into reality. I don't want to get back into normal life. But nevertheless, I am feeling better. I am like the title of this podcast, I'm getting back on my bullshit. How ironic. I'm starting it off with another potty episode. I also have some awesome guest speakers lined up over the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, things in my world have been moving super quickly lately and it's super exciting, but I have been really, really busy between that. And we're traveling a lot in the next couple of months. I'm going to Bali again to present with the Women's Fitness Academy and run some seminars there, which I unfortunately missed out on doing last time because I was sick in Bali, but they are graciously having me back again which is super exciting. We also have a lot of weddings coming up, a lot of short trips. I'm going to see one of my besties compete in a bodybuilding comp for her first time. So it is all fucking happening. I can barely catch my breath these days, but I'm making sure that I'm allowing a lot of downtime and trying to recenter and refocus on myself. Because as we all know, when life starts to get busy and your social life starts to take over and things come up, the first thing to fall down is your priority and your self-love. So that is something that I've been very intentional with in the last couple of weeks and I am feeling good. I'm feeling back on my bullshit. I'm feeling ready to take it on and yeah, I'm excited for today. So before we jump into the episode, I just want to say a quick thank you like I do on every single podcast. Wherever this episode finds you, I hope that it has found you well and in a good place, whether you are out for a walk with your dog folding the laundry, on your commute to work. I just hope and thank you for being so present today and taking your time out to listen to me because I know I can be hella fucking annoying sometimes, but I really do appreciate all the love and support that you guys constantly give me, whether it's through my podcast, my Instagram, all of my business ventures. You guys are my fucking soul sisters. Like, honestly, I know I haven't met everyone listening today, but I literally feel so connected to you guys. And I feel like the people that support me in real life, like if you support me online in real life, I feel like we would be fucking besties for life. So if you are feeling lonely and you feel like you are not having enough friends at the moment, I'll be a bestie. That is how it's going to be. Anyway, so I took to Instagram 
a couple of days or yesterday or a couple of days ago. And I asked you guys for some inspiration on some topics for my podcast, because as much as I love this potty, it is hard to always be creative. And I think I've spoken about this in an episode prior. I really struggle with creativity. I am not naturally a creative person. I find getting the juices of creativity to flow can be very, very hard. And especially when you run your own business as well, I feel like being able to be creative 24 seven is just not realistic. And it's a a conversation that I always have with my one-on-one business mentoring clients is that creativity doesn't always come. It is definitely an ebb and flow. And if you are one of those naturally creative people, I envy you. I really, really do because it's something that doesn't flow to me. So I took to my Instagram and you guys replied with heaps of suggestions and things that you are kind of struggling with right now in your world. And I collated all of the data and majority of you are struggling with your nutrition and kind of like where to start with your nutrition and wanted my take or my tips and tricks on how to get you pushed in the right direction in terms of nailing your nutrition goals. So that is today's episode, exactly like the title says to this podcast, we are going to be running through the three tips in helping you nail your nutrition. And also the three things that I wish I learned early on in my training and nutrition journey before I studied my degree. So for those who actually don't know, I went to uni, I went to Deakin, I studied my health science degree, majoring in nutrition and worked in the nutrition field for a short period of time before I started doing the work that I do now. And it's always the same common themes that come up with people. So I've collated all of my experience, all of my applied experience into today's episode to give you guys three things that I think will really, really help you step in the right direction, take control of your eating habits and also master your nutrition. So Before I share those tips and tricks with you, I want to remind you guys that any sort of journey, whether it's health and fitness, whether it's your mindset, whether it is going and starting a new job, starting a new career, your business, whatever it is that you are doing or partaking in, in a journey, it is always going to be hard. It is always going to be a hundred percent pedal to the metal and then 0% nothingness. There is going to be days where it ebbs and flows, where you feel like you're on top of your shit. And then days where you feel like you're really fucking struggling. And I want to remind you all that that is fine. We are all human. We all have those days where we feel like we are a hundred percent fucking vibing, high fives, living our best lives. And then we also have those days where we literally just cannot be fucked. And that is okay as well. It is all a part of the human process and it is all a part of figuring out the things that are important to us and building discipline within our lives. So if you're starting your health and fitness journey right now, or you're starting your nutrition journey, or you're wanting to learn more about, you know, training, nutrition, or your business or anything like that, I need you to understand that it takes fucking time. It takes time. You are going to mess up. There are going to be days where you don't show up. There are going to be days where you want to throw in the fucking towel because it's all too hard. And that's fine. Being able to understand that, reflect within yourself and accept that is a really, really vital part of being successful in any new journey, in my opinion. So having said that, let's jump straight into the nitty gritty. Let's get down to business, guys. I'm going to be sharing my top three tips and tricks to nailing your nutrition. And we are starting with one. Start small. Less is more. And no, I don't mean less food is more. That is not what I mean. Your girl loves to fucking eat. And if you are one of my clients listening, you know that I love to feed you guys. I love all of my girls to be super well-fed because I definitely think that food and eating enough food could be the answers to a lot of people's issues. 
But what I do mean by less is more is don't overcomplicate it. Think about what you can already increase that you're already eating throughout the day instead of trying to add in 20 new things into your diet. So what I'm saying is a majority of the women that I work with come to me and they're like, I've got really bad eating habits. I've done this. I can't do this. I have shit this, whatever. And I always get them to do like a little bit of a food diary. I'll get them whether they're tracking or whether they're not tracking. So if they are tracking, I'll get them to track their first week of food, not worrying so much about hitting calories and macros, just tracking the food that they eat. Then I can go in and look at this data and tell them to add in more. And I will never, ever tell them to add in new foods. I will tell them to look at the foods that they're already currently eating and increase their current portion sizes if they feel like they're not eating enough. And what I mean by this, so just say you are somebody who tracks, and I'm not saying calorie counting is everything, but just say you are someone who tracks, and if you've tracked for lunch 100 grams of chicken breast, I will make the suggestion of adding in 150 grams of chicken breast to make sure that you're hitting your protein goals. So looking at your food or creating your own food diary as a whole, where you can actually sit down and be like, all right, cool. I don't need to add all of this fancy, crazy, raw, amazing paleo stuff into my diet. I can simply add larger portion sizes of the foods that I'm already eating. Or if I'm finding that I'm in a state of over-consuming, I can reduce some of those portion sizes down. So instead of taking a whole meal out of your day, you can just look at minimizing or reducing the size of the food or the portions that you're consuming. So number one tip is less is always more. Do not overcomplicate it. Think about things that you can add in or things that you can reduce to make that process smoother because when we start to add in foods that we're not used to eating it can become really overwhelming so you know if you've got to add in five extra meals to your day all of a sudden you're like holy shit how am I going to fit in these five extra meals like I don't have the time to do that I work an office job I'm sitting at my desk all day I don't get a proper lunch break and all of a sudden it's overwhelming and that's when we give up So really thinking about, okay, what can I add in that's small, that's already in my day where I can just increase that portion size or just reduce it a little bit to make things move in a really good way. This is one simple trick to help you stay on track and not overcomplicate the process because it's something I see all the time. Like women come to me, like I said before, with all of these crazy eating habits and they try to overcomplicate it. If we can just start small, remove the complication from it, nine times out of 10, you're going to be super successful. All right, number two, think about making sure that every single meal you're eating throughout the day has a source of all of your macronutrients. Like I said before, again, whether you're tracking or not, I don't care. However, making sure that you're having a good source of protein, a source of carbohydrates, a source of veggies, and a source of fats with every single meal is really going to help you and ensure that you're eating nutritionally dense foods. Because what tends to happen is we're really, really hungry. We pick up something convenient. It's got fuck all protein in it, has barely has any veggies. And then by four o'clock, you haven't had a single bit of fruit, a single drop of water or any veggies. So if we can really sit down and make sure that we're incorporating all of the macro, the main three macronutrients and veggies, veggies in for all of our micronutrients and fruit, you're going to make sure, that's going to ensure actually that you're having a nutritionally dense diet. We're eating colors of the rainbow. We're adding in a lot of variety. 
We're also focusing on not eating the same things all of the time. Now, yes, I'm a bit of a meal planner and a meal prepper because I live a very busy life. It works really well in my schedule to meal prep stuff at the start of the week. And I will tend to eat the same through foods. So I will alternate between two to three foods throughout the week. However, every single week, I make sure I change that variety. So whether it's a different variety of vegetables I'm adding into my foods, a different source of protein. So if this week I've had mainly chicken breast. Next week, I might focus on changing my chicken breast to turkey mince or having a steak or picking another lean cut of meat that fits into my calories and macros. And again, mentioning calories and macros, because I know that some people love it and some people hate it. These rules and these top three tips that I'm giving you today still can be taken into consideration whether you're actually tracking or not. And last tip, my third and final one is plan ahead, get creative in the kitchen and meal prep. And what I mean by this is it doesn't need to be measured to the gram. It doesn't need to be tracked if you don't want to, but pre-planning your meals and prepping your meals, especially if you live a, a busy life or you're working full time is going to save the fucking day every single time because it allows you to sit down. It allows you to make sure you're increasing your portion sizes where you need to. It allows you to also focus on hitting all of your macronutrients and having a well-balanced, nutritionally dense diet. It also allows you to go to the supermarket, pick better options, change up your protein sources, add in lots of variety, and then meal prep and plan for your week. This kind of rules out the equation of any eating out. Eating out can also be quite expensive as well as eating out can can tend, can tend to, oh my God, English today, Kate, come on, can tend to become a bit of a habit that we get into. And I know that eating out, like, don't get me wrong. I love going to a freaking restaurant. I love sometimes just buying my lunch because I can't be bothered. Like I I get it. I hundred percent get it. But eating out can become a bit of a habit that gets really expensive. And there's also a lot of added shit in food that we eat out, like extra oils, extra cream, extra sauces that can really bulk up your diet really quite quickly if you don't think of it. It's also a lot of extra sodium and sugars in these foods. So if you are somebody who struggles with digestion, oh my God, I refuse to edit my podcast, guys. Like I actually refuse to edit them. I press play, I press play, I press record and I just keep going. So all of these sugars and sodiums that are added in foods when you buy them out can be really damaging if you struggle with digestion and can be quite heavy on your gut. So be mindful here. So all of these tips and tricks are really, really important. I think these are probably the biggest three that I see most women in particular struggle with. And I think that if you can start implementing, you know, starting small, less complication, adding in more current portion sizes to the food that you're already eating or reducing it if you feel like you're over consuming, Think about making sure that you have all of your macronutrients, your proteins, your fats, your carbs, and a source of fruit and veg in every single meal that you're eating and plan ahead. We always, and what I always say to my client is planning ahead equals planning for success. There is no room for error when you are pre-planned and you are hundred percent on your bullshit. And that is the end of the episode, guys. It was a quick little one today. I just wanted to get in and get out. I really wanted to help you guys on your nutrition journey. I feel like nutrition is or can be a very complicated space, especially if you are Googling a lot of things. And I know that it can be very overwhelming and it doesn't need to be. Nutrition can be a really simple, simple process, but I think mastering the basics 
sitting down, getting pre-planned, not overcomplicating it, eating foods that you enjoy and foods that you actually love is really, really imperative to having a success, successful nutrition journey or even just learning more about nutrition. So like I say always at the end of my podcast, thank you so much for tuning in today. Your love and appreciation definitely doesn't go unnoticed. If you did enjoy today's episode, please give my podcast a five-star rating. It helps me out more than you guys would ever know. It also helps me reach a wider audience so I can help more people in the industry or in the field or people that are feeling stuck, just like you might've been listening to this podcast today. And until I see you next time, bye.